0: One arm drag. Rep screwed rep. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. <laughs> uh, shut your mouth, a thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole.
1: Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of GrappleCast. It's me, your host, Harrod, alongside Jamie, Dan, and Joe. Um, guys, there's four of us here. We haven't been released. We're still here. We're still here.
2: They haven't found no. us in catering, that's why. We're still here, but they haven't found us. We're having the JTG treatment. <laughs> the
1: JTG treatment. What, what Do you not remember when Eric Bischoff had his job back for about a month and then he got released as being the... what? What title was that? Was that, like, the head of... Executive
0: producer, I think.
1: executive producer executive producer because heyman was raw and he was smacked down wasn't he and he had it for about a month and then apparently he just sat around and catering all the time and didn't even know the names of the current superstars. Shall, <laughs> shall we just do that
3: with brad what bring, <laughs> bring in, him back and release him after a week w- we'll bring ba- the <laughs> brad back up. Up. the ratings didn't go up brad when you released
1: <laughs> we'll bring brad back to the podcast and go brad we you're back if you want to come back we'll give you a specific title we'll give you um head of podcast relations what does that mean no one knows who cares it means nothing (laughs) and then we'll give him a couple of weeks and then we'll go uh bradley why haven't you like typed this up or sent this through oh i didn't know i had to yeah that's your job bro you've not done it released we're releasing you from your contract you're gone again for the second time
2: we wish you luck in your future endeavors
1: we wish Bradley luck in his future endeavors. I'm sure he's having a wonderful time at the moment. I'm sure he's listening to this right now going, I wish I was back. I wish I was back. Talking about the quality <laughs> episode of Raw this week that I'm sure wasn't quality, but we'll get on to that. We'll get on to that. But how are we all doing? Have we actually watched much wrestling this week?
2: Yeah, oh, man. a fair bit. Yeah, bit. yeah I've, watched, um, I've watched SmackDown, I've watched Raw, I've watched AEW, I've watched NXT UK, I've watched NXT. Yeah, so quite a bit. Can't complain.
1: Well, that's everything, isn't it? Quite a bit. No. That's everything about main event at
2: 205 Live. This main event, 205. I meant to watch Progress because uh, Brendan's facing Chuck Mambo on Progress this week. So I meant to watch that as well, mm-hmm. but I haven't managed to catch it.
1: I was going to say, you can't really watch 205 Live. There ain't m- many people left.
3: 205, <laughs> bye.
1: 205, bye.
3: 205, bye. You, you do, do, do realise right now it is Wimbledon. You don't oh. need to watch anything else. What is a Wimbledon? It's a great two wings of life. <laughs> he's
1: watching some Scottish chap get eliminated from the competition. It's great, isn't it? We're very patriotic, the English, especially. If he wins Wimbledon, he's the best English sportsman going. If he gets eliminated, that bloody Scotsman got eliminated.
0: <laughs> we do. I don't think we've ever
2: had a Welsh tennis player, have we?
1: You don't have many well sports people. Look at the Euros. Were they footballers? That was a sorry excuse. That was. Hey, we
2: tried our hardest. It was the referee. That was that was never a goal in there. The referee.
1: Year. It was. I saw it go in. It was all, all, four, sides.
0: Of all, all four, sides. four of them. All
1: four of them. It was
0: like it was like a it was like a FIFA score. Like when you like when get, kn- get five nil get five nil in front of you. Hey, we had was... a good first ten minutes. Leave us alone
1: you did have a good, no, fair play. I mean, it should have been six or seven. It should have been six or seven. So, fair play. No open top bus celebrations for getting eliminated this year because of COVID, no, no? Uh,
2: maybe. You never know. I mean, we got one for a semi-final, so you never know. But England, everyone's saying it's coming home and they're going to lose to the Ukraine on Saturday.
0: I no, we see... not I, I thought I we were s- going to lose to Germany. That didn't happen. i got to say when, like, they're the final whistle. Where's that cameraman was who like zoomed into that little girl crying he like needs to pay rise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we one thing we mentioned on the podcast a few weeks back and I still haven't seen it unless I've missed it so maybe a listener or someone can point us in the right direction I don't think I have seen them wearing the football tops the soccer tops like we said they normally do where they just Get something. I mean, let's be honest. They've got no talent left now to actually do that. <laughs> with they usually only do it. I with haven't hair. seen it yet. I mean, he and s- I have, but I haven't seen it. I've
0: seen um, Cesaro tweeted about watching Switzerland, but I've not actually seen him on screen wearing a Switzerland shirt or anything.
1: No, um, like Sasha Banks wearing a, 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 a I don't know, <laughs> France French top for no reason whatsoever or anything <laughs> like
2: that. <laughs> give him, give them chance. You never know. It's still anyway, so
3: it's just all copper America, Brazil, Argentina, UFA.
1: One thing we know will happen though whoever wins the Euros, Triple H will present them with a custom WWE Championship like he always does. I'm sure they just go, oh yeah, cheers, hold it up for the photo. They probably just goes in a back room, never to be seen again. I doubt they put it in the trophy cabinet with the bloody um, European trophy.
2: Well, they do sure. those tours, don't they? You know, like um, I've been to the United Stadium and they do that tour, and you can see like all the memorabilia in the cabinet. So it'll be one of those things as a memorabilia in the cabinet. Look, we got a given a title from the WWE.
3: Yeah, imagine if like England win it and uh, Triple H has got his pitch and he's just there uh, wearing a waistcoat, in something like <laughs> just because of Gareth Southgate, he's there with a the waistcoat just going. Here you go, Gareth. It is coming home to you.
1: But <laughs> Gareth Southgate has no idea who Triple H. It's not a club be like, who's this? All right, yeah. Are you that Vince McMahon I've heard about what he said? <laughs> Declan
2: Rice will know though, because um do you remember Triple H um, before the last transfer window? He went on social media and well, told fine, the De- he? he said to the Declan Rice, do not go to any other club, the <laughs> Declan Rice. We want you to stay with the Hammers. And he said, listen to him.
3: The we need,
1: yeah, we need Shawn Michaels to present, if England win it, to turn up. I'm here today to present the custom-made WWE Championship to the England Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> the Blackbird Rovers, I love that video. We'll have to wait and see. Right, there has been some wrestling this week, as well as football, as well as soccer. Um, unfortunately... And, and oh t- dear God, and tennis, here we go um, But more people have unfortunately lost their jobs this week And this is a bit of a recurring thing I feel every other podcast that we've done in the last two months We've dedicated time to people being released And you know, it's not fun when anybody loses their job For any particular reason Because let's be honest, you know mm-hmm. Some may get employment straight away Some some may not And you are working for the biggest company in the world In, in respect of professional wrestling So... It's not great when people do, but we do have another list, unfortunately, of a um, select few names here. And again, I just want everybody's thoughts, really, just on, you know, why we think it hasn't gone right for them, where we think they're going to end up, if anywhere, and really what they're going to do. So I suppose we start off with the, uh, I know it's Joe's favourite, the Fashion Police. Um, or Breezango, whatever they want to call themselves this week um, not any of those names because they'll be copyright now, but um, <laughs> Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Joe, what's uh, what's your thoughts on the old Breezango?
0: I mean, I guess it's not a massive shock. I mean, they were on the main roster, like the Smack... they were on Smackdown, I believe, they were doing the fashion files and then they kind of came back down to NXT and they won the titles, but the past couple of months on NXT as me and dad have been watching, they've just kind of been like the filler team. Like, oh, you can always have a good match against them. they were always dependable to have a good match against. But they they were just like set up as like the grizzled veterans. And I think they were like the training tag team. Like, oh, if you want a good match, that's who the people you put them in the ring with. They They just can't change a the gimmick. They're still doing the fashion police and coming out dressed up as different characters. So I wasn't massively surprised.
1: Yeah, I. you make a good point there about taking them over to NXT and, you know, mentioning that they are more there to, like, blood in the, um, the new talent, uh, any green talent anything like that, kind of get them up to speed. But do we think then, Dan, that, we're running the risk of getting rid of all of these, whether you want to call them veterans or just well-trained performers, we're getting rid of them all. So the people that are left are still fairly new and green. Who's going to be left there who can be put in that position to be able to help out the new talent? Because let's be honest, whilst you've still got people there who have been there years, Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan and whatnot they're not demoting those types of people if if you could use a demote maybe that's the wrong word but they're not putting those types of people in Daniel the squash Bryan matches contracted by the WWE. you know what I mean but the, the well established <laughs> stars they're going to keep them around but they're not putting them back in NXT or putting them on main event to have matches with these up and coming talents just to lose to them of course they're not. So you need those lower mid-card talent, surely, still on the roster to be able to use them for that particular reason. Where else otherwise are your new, your rookies, your green talent, your NXT talent going to get that from?
2: No, see, I, I disagree with you there. I think... Here we go, here we go. <laughs> I think it's been quite a while where We've had so many people on a roster and they're not doing anything. And I looked at all of those names. There was a couple on there. That I thought actually they could do stuff and they were quite entertaining and they they did have a future and, and could move forward with it. But funnily enough, when the list came out of the people who got released, I was in the pub, funnily enough, uh, with my mate Dean, <laughs> a friend of the show. Um, and Joe and I went through the list with Dean and Dean's a casual wrestling fan. So he watches it now and again. So I went through all of the names and he's like, who? Not surprised. Not surprised. You know, for the casual watcher, they, they really, they're not tuning in to see these people. You know, they're not going to go, oh, where's Bree Zango gone? With those guys, yes, they are great. And I can see them, one, maybe both of them, coming back as a trainer in four or five years' time working in, in NXT. But as an in ring performer, I can't see him winning the NXT tag titles again. I can't see him going to the main roster and winning the Intercontinental US. They're certainly not going to be world championship material. <laughs> and I can't see him going to Cruiserweight and taking the cruiser. So you're thinking, okay. Well, what have we got there? Okay, we need people who have been there for a while and who can pass on their knowledge to the current stars that are there. But the good thing about how it's set up now, uh, with the producers backstage at Raw and SmackDown, the people who are training them at NXT, they're well-established people. They're people who've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. You know, you look backstage, you've got Scotty Too Hottie. Um, you've got Steve Carino, Matt Bloom, uh Shawn Michaels. Is Scotty Too
1: Hottie actually there permanently now. I know he went. he?
2: Fair he's enough. there permanently. He's one of the zombies that was there at WrestleMania Backlash. I did see that, yeah. <laughs> um, but they've got all of these talents backstage. You can pass on that knowledge and tell them how to put on a good match, and it's all taped, and they can watch it back in the studio. Or, you know, on Raw, SmackDown, you've got um, Joseph Parks. Um, you've got uh, Jamie Noble. Uh, I know Sanjay Duck got um, let go as well this week from his contract. He asked for his release. They've got so many people back there who can put together good matches and they can refer to, but you do have those good stars who've been there for many, many years. That's you know. a Trapper. Well, uh, yeah, Tommaso Ciampa in the NXT area. But, I mean, WWE, you've got the Randy Orton's. Um, you've got you know the people who've been there for quite a long time, the Miz's, uh Jeff Hardy's. They can refer to those people and their established stars who we could see take world titles. But in terms of the 14 people that were released, I know we're going to go through them in order. Ever I was shocked by. Kelly and Dane I was shocked by. Everybody else were just filler. The, the 205 guys put on amazing matches. And, yes, they were really good to watch. But could I see them eventually going on and winning other titles no not really uh, they could chase the, the the what's it called the 24-7 title maybe but i could maybe really it's see or, um, yeah, a continent
0: all yeah Tony nice maybe see
2: maybe see him scrape an intercontinental title if he was very lucky but i think chris jericho said it quite uh well when the 205 thing came in he said that they've got 20 or 30 wrestlers down there and a lot of them don't have any sort of gimmicks there's nothing that makes them stand out yeah there's a few of them that did yeah the mustafa rallies um, you had um, Jack, Drew, Jack, yeah. Jack Gatt, well, yeah, Drew Gulak as well, um, did really well out of it. There's a few of them that did make the transition, and they got moved straight away up to the main roster. Cedric. Yes, Cedric Alexander as well. But there's a lot of them who, they've been there for, You look at Tony Nice, being there for years, I.A. Davari being there for years. What were they doing? Yes, they were putting on amazing matches, putting over the new stars, but they were journeymen. They weren't really doing much. Tony Neese had the belt two years ago. I haven't really heard much from him since. So... I think, yes, it is good to have lower to mid-card talent, but the jobs that they were doing, that can be filled with the experience they've got backstage and the higher-up talent can help put them over as well. So I don't think it's going to damage too much. But I think Nick Khan's been very clever. You know, 10 of these guys can be one Brock Lesnar, and the one Brock Lesnar is going to get potentially a million views in the episode. And that's what they need. They need boostings on ratings.
1: Yeah, very true. I know Jamie's probably particularly upset the fact that Fandango
3: is gone. I didn't mind them as a tag team. Like, do you remember, like, when they were on SmackDown? They were one of the biggest things going. Like, with the with the police, with the fashion files and stuff. Like, they managed to get that over, and then, like I said, they got pushed because of that. Hmm. Then moved back to NXT, and then they're gone. Yeah, Fat think- Angle is probably the most underrated person like who got over like do you remember at Wrestlemania when he was against Jericho and everybody was loving it that song hit the charts over here in the UK well, that's very interesting yeah.
1: that isn't it because they were building and building and building and Jericho had nothing and I remember listening to his podcast and it's in his book as well isn't it about the fact that Vince has said they wanted to put into together with Fandango at Wrestlemania and Jericho really wasn't happening but he thought no give back to the business and all that kind of stuff and you know debut match Fandango defeats Jericho and then from there, like at you say, WrestleMania. at WrestleMania, and uh, and then from there, you know, the, the music, the theme tune goes in the charts, like you said, and it gets very popular, and everybody's singing it. That's the That was when the downfall of Fandango was, is when they, for no reason whatsoever, changed his theme.
2: Yeah, they should never have got rid of that theme. I remember hosting a WrestleMania quiz in the courtyard in Newport about four or five years ago, and I did a quiz, and we had about an hour hyped up before the show started, and I just put that song on and everybody, like the Daniel Bryan style, everyone getting up and doing the yes, yes, yes. Everybody just got up and sung Fandango's theme. And it was just, you know, an hour before the show and everybody was hyped. Um, I've been in um, clubs in Newport as well. It's been two in the morning and somebody just randomly played that song and somebody in the room knows it, knows the finger motions and everyone joins in, even if they don't know wrestling. So that's the kind of thing that sort of transcended from the wrestling era into actual pop culture. I think we saw loads of like football fans doing it as well, soccer fans uh, mm. in stadiums when they were playing it. So it's one of these songs that is well-known. And yeah, you could probably see him, give him two, three years, come back in a Royal Rumble.
1: I remember the um, reports at the time saying that Vince changed it, Vince McMahon changed it because it was getting too over. Can something be too over?
2: Well, the... Um, Look at well, the Yes chant. The Bobby Roode music was just over and they kept that. And that was CFO and that's still there as well. So it, I, I don't know. I think it's just... Flavor of the month, if Vince doesn't like it, it's got to go. But Keith Lee's music again, that was getting over that went so sometimes, there's an exception, so you know, yeah, they brought Nakamura's back, they're bringing Jeff Hardy's No More Words back next month as well. So yeah. I think sometimes the fans can get their own way, but yeah, it was a bad decision to change that music. Did
3: you say so, Nakamura's gone back to
1: normal? Yeah, it's gone back, yeah, he did um, a few what's... months back, he hasn't got the um, rock, the word, he, he hasn't got it. the words in it anymore, yeah,
3: and
2: he's got Rick Boogs playing electric guitar. And to it as he walks in the ring, Rick Boogs is one of the best things about SmackDown right now. Rick
1: Boogs. So, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, which one's going to go off and do anything bigger, if anything?
3: Neither, to be honest. Uh, I mean, Tyler Breeze, if you forget, was he never won the NXT title, but he was one of the big people in NXT in its heyday. He was always in the triple threat quarter. Yeah. I'd say quarters and fatal four way matches for the NXT title and, and he was a really good main event guy. I remember when he first came in to his Tyler Breeze gimmick and he was over then. I mean he was in like
0: like the light Juchin Yeah,
3: yeah. He, he can say
1: he's the only person to wrestle him under the WWE banner.
0: I think he went to wrestling school with um what's his name? Tyler Ty Gillinger Yes. Short Spears asset. They went yeah, that's uh, great, flat yeah. wrestling school so they re- he went to wrestling school, so he's still got a job. And he, you'll dare say, I reckon he'll come back as a trainer, someone like Tyler Breeze.
2: But he's got massive following on his, uh, about down Dane, his Twitch and all stuff like that. And he's doing loads of charity work as well. So I think he will fall on his feet. But someone like a, a Fandango. what's well, sky's the limit for him. I, I can't. He's quite old now. I can't really see him going to an impact. Is he not like Debra.
1: 39 now? He's nearly 40, isn't he? I mean, that's... You know, I remember Johnny Curtis and everyone thought he was going to get over as Johnny Curtis, but then obviously he got the Fandango gimmick and, you know, he can't effectively go back to Johnny Curtis, but he's nearly 40 now. I don't
2: I agree Season with you the winner of NXT.
1: Well, yeah, I, I agree with you though that give it maybe a couple of years, not next Royal Rumble and one after, it will be a surprise entrant. With he'll that music. With the, he'll that get music. the pop with that music, yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, the crowd will pop ski for that.
1: Of course they will. Crowds, <laughs> where have they been? Oh
2: dear God. Well, I'm watching AEW now. They've got a full crowd. They yeah, are. I mean, right, right right
3: right? There, it's only small. It's only like 5,000 fans, in it, there? Yeah, NXT guys there. I can
2: see him. You know the guy um, who's always wearing the Everton shirt in the front row with glasses? I can see him front row.
3: Yeah, because they're all in Florida, aren't they? It's only Jacksonville, so you can just yeah, travel between off. them if it's you up. want to. It's Different up. nights now.
1: Well... <laughs> 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 You mentioned Davari and Tony nice, and um, so we'll we'll skip past them, not to be rude, but we've mentioned them. Um, the Bollywood boys, what's Jinder gonna do? I say, what's Jinder do? He is two endsmen have disappeared been, yeah. already. They, they yeah. were kind
0: of on um, two or five lives. I mean, they were doing, they were kind of a tag team anyway. They were in the Crusader Classic, but they were the Bollywood boys. Then they've caught something else. I can't remember. They'll bounce
2: back. I can see them joining the AEW. They're an established tag team. They're very well favoured with Bret Hart. Um, He was only posting on his Facebook the other week. He was wearing a Bollywood Boys t shirt. So they'll bounce back really well. And they were underutilised. Like they were just getting squashed when they were with Jinder Mahal. But they're very interesting. They've got a unique gimmick. And they'll be snapped up, you know, even by an impact. I think they'll be snapped up. Um, There'll be good contracts. They, They get over, they sell merch. Um, you know they're 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 good. They're, they're really good in the ring. I know they had a few injuries along the way, but they are established,
3: um, and they've got a good. Seven champions. Yeah, man,
1: they are. Um, I think Foley tweeted this week to say that if anybody needs to be signed, have the release talent it's the Bollywood boys. We said that? So we think Mick Foley. Yeah, he's, so he's, he's very high of them. Uh, my prediction is, you will see them back in action and they will be a mainstay on Impact Wrestling. That is where the Bollywood Boys will go. That's my prediction.
2: So, I'm thinking AEW. I think AEW, they've got a lot of factions, but you look at the tag teams, a lot of them are just rough and they haven't got much background. Each of the Bollywood Boys are already set up and they could just get over straight away. Yeah,
3: I mean, it will be. be them. Ooh! I said 90 days.
2: Well, apparently no. one one of the 14 people released doesn't have a 90-day um, wait clause. They they um, managed to shorten it to, I think, it's either nothing or 30 days. So one out of the 14 will be appearing before the rest, but they don't know who.
1: Well, let's see. Someone is going to have to help me out here because I'm going to mention three names. I don't know who they are, and I mean no disrespect. I can help. So I'm sure yourself and Joe will know. <laughs> so I'd like your opinions on this. We've got August Gray, Marina Shafir, and Aruto, is it Ruas?
2: Uh, Aruto no. Ruas, yeah. Aruto Ruas. Yeah, I can help with all three. Uh, so uh, Go for August... it. August Gray was on Evolve. He was quite big on Evolve as well. He came across um, with Brandy Lauren and um, a few of the other ones as well. Um, he's been working really well on 205 Live, and he was just starting to come up on NXT. He um, had sort of slick back black hair, a mustache, um, like a bit of a Hawaii 5 sort of gimmick. Um, but he was a generally good wrestler. They never gave him any mic time, but he was decent. So that one was quite surprising. But a lot of the Evolve talent that they signed last year when they acquired Evolve, they slowly, except for Shotzi Blackheart and... Um, a couple of the others are slowly dripping away. Um, so I don't know whether there was, you know, they weren't hitting targets backstage in the gym. But the other two, Marina Shafir and Arturo Ruas, they were meant to join Diamond Mind. Actually, they told Ruas he was going to be a fixed member of it. And then last minute, they just changed their mind. And Shafir is the uh, wife of Roderick Strong, who's the leader of Diamond Mind. Uh, and yeah. she was lined up for it as well. Oh, so She's one
0: of the women as well. One of the horsewomen.
2: Women. It's just really, really surprising that those two have gone because they were the two rumored names that were going to be joining Diamond Mind. uh, Diamond Mind, but they've gone down a completely different avenue with that stable now. It looks quite fresh. Um, It is really surprising, but there must have been something backstage that just didn't agree. Um, But yeah, they were going to join Diamond Mind. They just changed their mind last minute.
1: Isn't it really interesting how these things go? Like, I mean, it's difficult to compare Diamond Mind to Evolution as a faction, obviously, because it was worlds apart. But I mean, in the fact that, you know, people that were going to be part of something, I mean, you know, it wasn't going to be Randy Orton. It was going to be Mark Jindrak in Evolution. They even filmed some vignettes and promos. You can see them on YouTube. Well, it was going and to be
2: they... Batista, wasn't it? Batista was yeah. going to be replaced by Jindrak because um, yeah. Randy was good friends with Jindrak so
1: yeah yeah of course so you can you know you can see that and then they had the change of mind and did and did the replacement and now you can't see evolution being anything different from what they were now you look at diamond minds who's to say that they're going to get any bigger than they are probably not the way that things go with wwe at the moment but if they do get big you know the talent that was going to be included on on that you know they're going to look at that and think wow this you know that could have been my opportunity that I never got. And, it's you know, I think it's just interesting to see how things change down the line.
2: Yeah, but you look at it and I'll take, and you know, the NXT uh, series, for example, when they had season one, season two, season three, they were going to do a season five that was going to have Seth Rollins, Biggie, um, and a couple of the others. I think it was Baron Corbin and a few of the other on there. But then they changed it last minute. They brought in The Shields. They brought in the New Day. They did loads of different things like that, and they made the proper NXT show. So in that case, if they did an NXT Season 5, none of those would be as big as they are right now. I mean, you look at the people who are in the previous NXT seasons, none of them, you know, you had Stu Bennett. Yeah, he did quite well from the first season. Daniel Bryan did amazing from the first season. But you look at the seconds, thirds, fourths, you know, you had the Skip Sheffields coming through. Um, you had Mason Ryans coming through. And- the yeah yeah, Well, Fiend was season two as well, yeah, and Fandango. They've all been restructured to get over. Um, but, you know, you, you look at it, there's sometimes gimmicks that will work that they've got planned, but sometimes the stuff that they come back with instead, like bringing out NXT, giving them a proper developmental, putting Seth Rollins as their inaugural NXT champion, actually them not going ahead with that NXT season five idea it was probably the best thing for his career.
1: Yeah, no, very true. Um, Joe, Ever-Rise have been released.
0: Ever-Rise, we Um They've basically been doing like a pre pre show to NXT. Like before In Your House, they built like a little, um, like a Wendy House version of In Your House. And um, it had like the blue door and everything. And they built it and they were like, they were like doing a YouTube show about like the NXT, what was coming up, like to hype it up. So they've kind of been doing loads of stuff backstage. And they were meant to do like the pre show to In Your House. As I said, with the pre-built wendy house they were going to, to do a skit i think they showed like a bit of it but it was cut so i am quite surprised by everyone they're very good friends with kevin owens and sammy zayn but i i can't i i i don't think we'll need to worry about them they're definitely going to land on their feet and go to AEW. i would i would think
2: yeah, Chase Parker and Matt Martell are their names. And I tell you what, they have been getting over. They've been one of the funniest segments on NXT every single week. Um, and as Joe mentioned, he's, you know Kevin Owens has been wearing Everise T-shirts on SmackDown. I actually said to Joe on um, the Thursday or Friday before, and the WWE shop had a sale, I saw Everise T-shirt went down to 15 quid. I don't know if that was uh, um, a pre-word. A yeah. But I said to Joe, oh, I might get the Everise T-shirt. I'll wait a couple of days, see what happens. And all of a sudden, they get released. But I checked it again because I thought, oh, well, if it's gone down to, like, five, I'll get it anyway. But no, it's still 15 quid. But it was crazy that I was thinking that they're getting that over. I want an ever t-shirt because ever are cool. They've got their own mugs and they're getting over. And then all of a sudden they're going, nah, they're gone. I think I think WWE has missed something with those two because they can get a lot of fan attention. But like, almost like what Zack Ryder had with the... Um, true Long Island story on YouTube They apparently were going to move the their show onto the WWE YouTube channel and actually put it on the network but for some reason they just cracked the bed and they just got rid of it last minute but I think that one that and Killian Dean's probably going to be the biggest mistakes that they made out of those releases
1: well I was just going to mention Killian Dane because he recently I was saying recently it was probably longer than I thought did he not have quite a big program with Drake Maverick
2: yeah, they became a tag the team, they've months, given him new yeah. theme music. But um, over the past few weeks, he's just been doing this I'm protecting Drake Maverick gimmick, and then they still lose. And then he just looks angry, and then they just move on to the next tag team. But the last time we saw him, Hit Rose, squashed Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Um, that was the last time we seen him. So he acts like this big, scary bear. But then when he gets in the ring, he's a talented wrestler, but it just didn't seem to be moving with him. And they, yeah, okay, potentially they could have moved him up to the roster. But again, could I see him being US champion intercontinental tag? No, not really.
1: That's Nikki Cross's husband, isn't it? Nick- Nicky, yeah. Ash- Nicky Ash, yeah. Nikki Ash. Oh, we'll get on to that, believe <laughs> me. My God. Um, so that's that's the rundown of the releases. So we've already said where we think a couple of them will, will go. What do we think about Killeen Dane then? Where do we think he'll end up?
2: I can see him going, doing a Drew McIntyre run and going back to um, Insane Championship Wrestling yeah. over in Scotland. But Nikki Ash, she's in, in the US, so does he want to leave his wife? But if he really wants to do something, do what Drew did, go back to ICW, get yourself over. It's on WWE Network anyway. Come back bigger and stronger.
1: Yeah, very true. I think he will stay in, um, in the US, though. I think he's probably going to be... <sighs> This will be another Impact Wrestling acquisition, I would say. I just can't see him in age. I, just, I think you look at certain people and you think the gimmick that you've got now, you can't really go anywhere else with that gimmick. But at the same time, you can't really come up with a new gimmick because the gimmick that Impact,
0: you've got gonna, it? If he goes back to Impact, they're doing like a similar thing. They're doing a, they're doing a Sanity gimmick on Impact Salon. Well, you see
2: Sanity. Uh, Eric Young's impact, Madman Fulton's impact—they're both former Sanity members, so links there.
1: He could go for what is Dillian Kane doing in the
2: Impact Zone? You know, big debut. You are missing one last release as well. Um, I don't know if you know his name, but Tino Sabatelli got released as well.
1: Did he really? I'm shocked yeah. about that. Who so is he, it?
2: He was. Do you remember the Breaking Ground thing that they had like four or five years ago, where they were like, "This is not oh, yeah. a. This is not a job." And. Yeah. Um, he was, going, was in, oh, he was a former NFL person. Yeah, yeah, he was he he yeah, he was just like the rich man. He was um, Riddick Moss's tag team partner. Um, they released him about six months ago. And do you remember there was this thing saying that somebody had gone to AEW and they leaked that Eric Bischoff was appearing? Yes. Um, there was rumours that that was him. And they were like, he's never going to be coming back to AEW again. Jericho said it. Then all of a sudden, he's back in the WWE developmental system. And they just go, you know what, mate? Not worth it. You're gone. And they just released him again. It's part of the releases.
0: Hmm.
1: Hmm. well we've also missed um, Kenneth Mobley Kenneth Mobley mention, got uh, released well you can you can lead us into that then Jamie
3: well I was going to say because it wasn't in part of this initial release was it it was a few days, few days before before, yeah. but I mean this person got hired as a writer for WWE but if you all know what happened she appeared on a podcast and she it was basically said, it, was and out there, it wasn't this one it wasn't this podcast, it was a podcast, um, I don't know whether I should promote another podcast, but it's a Asian, not Asian it's called, and basically she says she has to write things in between wrestling matches, and they do signs and stuff and catchphrases, and she has no idea what's going on, and she basically says, I don't know enough about it, and if they hear this, I'm really hoping they don't revoke my offer, but I truly know next to nothing about it as in the product of WWE so why is WWE like I've looked at the application to be a to be a writer I have a script writing degree I want to use my script writing degree so I had a look at the writing like to become a a writer at WWE and they're looking for like two years experience within television blah 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 so obviously this person's would you rather have somebody from a soap opera background who's had five years experience knows nothing about wrestling does it make any sense I watched wrestling for 15 years. I could do it. Well, I don't know.
2: You look at it in in another way, another angle. You want to get fresh eyes on the wrestling product. Now you've been watching wrestling since you're 10, maybe before, and you've been watching it all your life. You've got mm. some of these people, the casual watchers. You know, I've been in a pub when WrestleMania is on and you're having to explain who these people are, but there's certain people, they know who they are, but you have certain storylines. You, you look at that Lana and Bobby Lashley storyline from a year ago where they were getting married. It's one of the most watched things on YouTube and that wasn't wrestling. That was somebody who's got soap opera background has written that. And that's like, Love Island, yeah. yeah, it's got WWE loads of views from that. But mm-hmm. I agree with you, Jamie, we need people who know the wrestling industry knows what gets over and knows what we we'll are <laughs> like. Um, and what we want to see but you do need that
3: you need that other side of it as well to bring in the new viewers I think. So do you think like they get somebody with all this experience do you think rather than just going okay here's thanks to your experience now write something do you think that maybe for WWE they need to put something in place to learn about the business here is a brief history of the business this is what we do this is how this has gone Watch some documentaries as part of your induction have, like, yeah. a week or a month just learning everything about it. Do, just going, no character
2: ideals. profiles, like, if I said to you, like, as you mentioned, script writing, if I, if I gave you a book of 20 people and said, this is The Undertaker, he's undead, He's un- he was undefeated at WrestleMania, he's a locker room leader, everyone respects him, brief bullet points on Undertaker, and then I'm like, this is The Miz, everyone hates him, he's cocky, but he does do quite well, and he's very persistent, and then got Kofi Kingston, you know, he loves his- kids, he loves the fans, he's he happy but lucky, pancakes. he loves pancakes and unicorns, <laughs> and you, you have all of these people, you're like, okay, so for example you've got Mandy Rose, who's just like a glamour model, and she loves herself, but then you've got somebody like Otis, who is, he's got a big beard, he's like, wrestled yeah. in the Olympics, oh yeah, tacky, tucky. and then, you know, that wasn't written by a wrestling fan who put those two together that was written by somebody who's seen soap operas and knew that, you know, the average person who's watching wrestling would love to see somebody who looks like them, get over with a pretty girl um, so that's why they wrote that storyline, and everybody really loved it. And then all of a sudden, he looks like a thumb, and he's not even talking properly backstage.
1: So, who is more at fault here—the WWE for hiring somebody without any wrestling experience, or
3: this the lady WWE for, for, not, for not training her, or this
1: lady for saying no. she even started day one going out in the public, which are potentially millions of people could hear, which they have now? If they've not it's,
0: heard it, it's her they've heard fault. about
1: it. Why, You've got yourself you a
0: golden
2: that? goose. You've got yourself a good job. It's like you know, going for a job and saying, like, oh, I'm going to become a, a baker, and then going, oh, yeah, I, I bake loads. I know loads about baking. And then all of a sudden, going, I don't even know how to turn an oven on, to be honest. You don't go on a radio station and go, I've just got a job with Greg's, so I don't even know how to turn the
0: oven on. You're not going to do like, that because it looks bad on Greg's. Why, why are you shouting for? It's it's you like so you think no? I'm sorry, like go Rick on, Joe. It's been like working for McDonald's and just going, yeah, Big Mac shit and that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you think though no, it's a case that she said that in her interview she might have she might have turned around and said i have this qualification i'm interested in this and this i do this tv etc etc but she might have had openly admitted the fact that she's not a wrestling fan or knows anything about the company but they might still have hired her because they liked her other credentials so do you think that That could be the case, and they've sacked her because they didn't like the fact that she went out and said that so publicly.
2: I think if you're going to say that, and you haven't even started the job yet, imagine what you're going to say two years' time when... In the boardroom, they might have come up with thousands of ideas. You know, she's not trustworthy. She could have leaked ideas to the company. If you're going away and you're slandering your company before you've even started it, yeah, it's not really showing much about yourself. I mean, yeah, it might have just been a slip or she didn't know that she, you know, there's a certain kayfabe about it. But if you're about to start a new job and then all of a sudden you make a fun of that job because you've got no experience in it and you're slamming the company, don't be surprised if they're going to release you because you're mentioning them in a, in a bad way. You know, it's probably part of the term of the contract that you're representing that company uh, very yeah. similar in, in a lot of jobs you're representing I mean, that
3: brand i mean obviously when when i met all of you we all worked in kind of the same trade obviously i'm not going to name companies but i if i just started my job and was like i know no, i don't drive i know nothing about cars i can't tell you anything about a car all right <laughs> <laughs> <Sarah. laughs> bye bye by yeah in. exactly so you learn on the job don't you i could tell i can't tell you what a catalytic converter is but i know the name that's yeah. all right but the thing is, I mean, it's that thing that's
1: in the back of the DeLorean and it, oh, no way, that's the flux <laughs> capacity.
2: But I think it's, it's not, you, you have to hire people on merit and know that sometimes you need something a little bit different to be able to establish yourself with the new viewers. You know, if it's the case that you go into work, as you mentioned, in, in vehicle insurance and you don't know vehicles, that's not the be-all and end-all. You can be taught that, but you're also representing that company and you need to make sure that you're not saying, oh, you know, oh, look at them, they employed me and I don't know anything. Not, why would you say that it makes no sense you're there to say you know put it in another different way say i haven't got much experience but i'm here to learn and i'm doing my research you you sound a lot more admirable people have more respect about you and you put in respect on the people that are giving you a chance as well and i think that wwe give it a lot of chances to a lot of people and she's just going ha ha instead of going actually thank you teach me what you know and i think yeah if she gave that, that's more admirable, that's more respectful, and it shows a lot about the company as well. But hopefully she can learn from it. You know, obviously she got hired for good attributes, and hopefully she has a lot of success. But I think sometimes you need to think before you speak in a lot of uh, in a lot of situations. Hear,
1: hear. Right, bit of news then. What's happened in the news this week? Um... Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, they tied the knot yesterday apparently, that came out of nowhere, I think that was a bit of a private um, ceremony, obviously they had their baby go- I'm sure it was a baby girl wasn't it, back in December, um, and they tied the knot, they shared their um, images on Instagram, Lovely picture, looking out to see um and they put you put seems like a fine date finally get married w w e have offered their congratulations to them as well um so all this news of always Becky Lynch coming back anytime soon, things like that well, that it's paved the way for it now she's had she's had the baby and she's got married next step is uh is coming back, but nope, very happy for them we are um yeah, great news.
2: Very congratulations, good. To, congr- congr- yeah, congratulations to them
0: both. I'm sure they'll be very happy and it's nice to have a bit of good news for a change. I'm yeah. um, um, talking about Becky Lynch, I have seen on Dirt Sheets, Donovan's troop that she's been spotted at, at, um, at the performance at the training but whether she's coming back or not, don't know.
1: I think if you are at the performance at the training then you're Returns, not necessarily imminent, but, I mean, SummerSlam maybe, she's been, she's surely. She's
3: been at the performance centre since Royal Rumble, hasn't she? Well, she's just had a baby. She needs to get
2: herself back up to scratch. <laughs> she could be helping the under talents. I mean, NXT has got so many women's wrestlers at the moment and they could all do with help with their promos. I mean, not many of them cut promos these days. So it'd be nice for her to pass on the knowledge. And, you know, we've got fans coming back in two or three weeks. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are returning. Seeing a Becky Lynch would not surprise me, and actually it'd be nice to see somebody who can cut a decent promo and get the crowd pop in. So, all well for it.
1: So, Come Becky Lynch comes back. Who's she facing?
2: Yeah, well, it's either Bianca Belair, she ain't dropping the belt anytime soon, or she's just going to have a comfortable match against Charlotte. I can't see her going with oh, Rhea, Charlotte Rhea, Charlotte oh. Rhea Ripley again, Rhea two times soon, or she goes against the Paranormal, but I can't see him doing that too early. Um, she hasn't won a tag belt, so she could find a random tag team partner.
3: Who knows? Can we just talk about, like, I'm pretty sure it was on Twitter. What did WWE put? And pre- did they put... I, I, I misquote me here. WWE put on, they said... She, she is, she was, the man. Then she became the <laughs> mom. Now she's the wife. The wife. Hopefully great. that won't be a T-shirt. Is that somewhere? I'm pretty sure that's somewhere. Like I read that online. Is that what they put? Check WWE swear, I'm sure that's what they put. Oh, I'm gonna
1: to have to have a look now also looking. The wife, that better not be another blue team shirt. The wife.
2: Just imagine Seth Rollins with a northern accent. You're out, wife. I can
0: imagine <laughs> I can imagine uh Taryn giving that to Sorrel she says the wife.
2: Damn
1: right. That's what I always usually do. Anyway, I go. Oh, look, it's the wife. And gone. <laughs> now, all all I can see is congratulations to at Seth Rollins and Art Bellinger who are getting married today. They put that nineteen hours ago. Um, let me see if they put anything else. No, I can't see anything else. You just dream this up. Your sexist ways of just no, I'm dreaming su- this I'll up. i agree
2: with Jamie there. I'm sure I've heard or seen something like that as well. I'm pretty sure it's in existence. Somewhere.
1: Oh, what is this? WWE's the bump. Breaking news: the Bumpy Awards. Written. What are the bumpy you leave awards? the bump alone,
2: okay? The Bumpy Awards uh, are really good. I really enjoy
1: it's watching. the poor Bum- yes,
3: Where's
1: that in the news? Well, on. only just tweeted it at the time of recording. They're half
2: yearly. They're basically the slammies, but they're half yearly, and they they also do random ones like best correspondent, best segment. They're a good bit of fun. They pretend to wear suits. Kayla Braxton, Matt Camp. They're all having fun. It's Wait, just a nice put,
3: watch for an hour, to be honest. They pretend to wear suits, so they're not wearing suits. No, they <laughs> just
2: have to a
0: swear
2: and shorts.
3: <laughs> they pack McAfee.
2: I love the bump.
0: I know you you make Bumpy fun of the bump. Award. I really love the,
2: the bump. It's great. Why, it's a nice why, what, watch. What
1: can they possibly give awards for in the last six months? Nothing. They just told happened. you
2: best correspondent. Yeah, nothing's best happened. Segment. Loads of stuff's happened.
1: What's the, What's going to win the best segment on the Bumpy Awards?
2: Um, uh, well, the last last time, if I remember, they had Tegan Knox, and she got surprised by Kane. And she's like, oh, my God, Kane. And they had a chat because she models herself on Kane and does Kane King Chokeslam and stuff. That, like, one, I think it was, like, a bumpy for best segment on the bump. But they've had, like, the fantasy booking for the Rumble, about the ultimate WrestleManias, all sorts. A really good interviews with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly last week as well. There's tons of stuff they could do. Uh, to be fair, I really love watching The Bump. It's, it's a good hour, hour and a half watch. Tons of stuff's happened on it. You should give it I'm, a chance.
1: Well, I'm glad you watch it so I don't have to.
2: I watch everything. I, Honestly, I check WWE.com every day for something new. I love it.
1: I will watch The Bump when you and Joe both finally start watching Dark Side of the Ring.
2: Okay, what? No, we can't start working like that. I'm working my way through WrestleManias at the moment. Then I'm going to work through. Yeah, how some many times and... have
1: you seen all the WrestleManias? Hundreds of times. You've not seen any of Dark Side in the Ring yet.
2: Yeah, but WrestleManias are more important, you know. I need to, I need to have a catch up on how many no contests happened in between WrestleManias one and six, and how many times a fan <laughs> said this is boring. Like it's good to watch, you know. There's kinds of stuff I picked up from it, and I just can't wait till I get to the tens to twenties. To be
3: honest, because some of the matches are a little bit slow. Tarim. Yo. have you still, have you still got that thing about Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch there? There's a there's a hyperlink. Click on the hyperlink.
1: The hyperlink what on WWE's tweet.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that'll take you to the official WWE website and read what it says. There's oh I can't.
1: Oh I can't find it now. Where's it gone? They've deleted the tweets. Where is it? <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, the hyperlink. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Some live reporting whilst we're on WWE, whilst we're recording the podcast. Oh, for God's sake. Go on, read it. She is the man, she is the mum, and as of today, Becky Lynch is officially Oh, thank god they put our wife, no. not the wife.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it should have been the
1: wife though. <laughs> Wow, well, congratulations are in order. And congratulations are also in order to former Raw Women's Champion and potential current WWE superstar, Ronda Rousey, because she's announced she's having a
2: baby girl. Congratulations, Ronda.
1: Will we see Yay. Ronda back ever? Probably not. Nah, probably. she'll
2: probably a Rumble. She'll win a Rumble. She'll have WrestleMania. She'll take a paycheck and she'll go back home again. That's
1: what she did anyway, wasn't it? Minus the rumble.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, well,
2: she let's... did. A, she did a year. She did a whole she set up with pe- people booing her,
3: and then she went away. Mm. To be fair, though, it wasn't just like a part-time thing. She was like, once she got used to it, she was wrestling nearly every Raw and Pay Per View. She's
1: not appeared on WWE programming now for two years, is it? Yet she's still got a year left on her deal. So for the last two years, she's been paid to get sat at, to say, sat at home. And they've not even released her from her contract. That's the, that's the point. That's the mad thing. When you think about all these people getting released at the moment. Yeah. but Yeah, she sat at home for two years. Value, the release
3: clause. It's probably more than back. a contract. Yeah, exactly. Like, if they release it from a contract, they'll have to play a penalty or something. It's probably like
2: two million. They did something. the same with Neville. Like, Neville's release clause. Like, if they knew if they released Neville, he'd go straight over to AEW when it started, or straight over to another company, you know, and make a lot more money and get a lot more buzz. So they just sat Neville on the bench for two years. I don't think Ronda Rousey's looking to jump shit, but her release clause, you know, she's been in the Expendables, former UFC champion. She's a film back star. In the Fioria Seven. Yeah,
1: man. I tell you what, I was watching. Do any of you guys watch the American drama 911? No, that That's very good They've put the first couple of series now on Disney Plus Series 3 has just started And it's really really good And Ronda Rousey pops up in two episodes As a firefighter And I thought oh there she is It's Ronda Rousey She popped up and it was, and she didn't say anything And then I thought oh she's literally just a cameo in the background Next episode She's nearly having an affair with this other firefighter I mean she's disappeared since <laughs> But she has a speaking role and everything Good old Ronda that's what she's been doing doing since she's left apart from having <laughs> having a baby. Um yeah she's been recorded 911. Good show, watch it. Um Bronson Reed. Now I know this is one of Joe's favourites. Old Bronson Reed. He's dropped the North American Championship, which I assume spew spuels. Wow, fuels <laughs> speculation.
3: <laughs> spewls.
1: I'm going to say it from now on, spewls. I'm going to say um, the fact that he's going to be going onto the main roster. Is that what we're thinking?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I've heard reports that he's had dark matches with Shotzi Blackheart and. He hasn't wrestled Shotzi Black. No, no. <laughs> right. Can you ask him? Dark matches with uh, Bronson Reed, Shotzi Blackheart, carrying um, Cross, uh, Cross and Scarlet Bob They've all had dark matches, both of That
2: is one that, weird mixed tag team match. Yeah, <laughs> face I've
0: heard, the ball they, way. I've heard they're really yeah. impressed with Bronson Reed. I, I know he faced two Kulak last week, so, but yeah, they must have been really impressed with him because obviously he's dropped the title now. so... I'm assuming in the next couple of weeks that he's going to be called
1: up. So he's a big chap, Bronson Reed, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. He's yeah, he's big like chap. a bad, bad bigelow. Yeah, and he's a he's a big chap very much in the same way as a notice or um, who else am I thinking at the moment? Why can't I think? His name's gone out of my head. Basically, there's a few big men now. I mean, look at people like Brodus Clay, he was a big chap as well.
0: Oh, I've seen is, all the memes about
1: that. Is, is this just gonna end up the same way that it always ends, where you get a big chunky guy um, who's not muscly? Let's put it that way. On the roster, dominates for a few weeks and then effectively kind of fizzles off.
3: Goes into a comedy character.
1: Oh, probably. Yeah, they'll be bringing back the DM Ten side. They'll be bringing Sweet <laughs> Tea back onto the roster what to bad? tag with him.
0: They're pairing with Naomi. They're going to bring back Funky's Gonna Roll and they're going to bring back the Funky Dactyls. I'll
3: take it. I'll take that. They're
0: going Funky's so Gonna much, Roll. you are
3: gonna well. the Cat
1: Miller.
0: They'll call him like sweet, sweet, sweet. B or Sweet, Sweet or B
1: is the team of Sweet T and Sweet B. See, I they can see
2: him the taking them. They're going to take Bronson Reed quite seriously. I mean, he held the North American title for, what is it, 44 days or something crap like that? Um, and they wouldn't have made him drop the belt unless they had a plan for them. I think Isaiah Swerve Scott will be good and represent the belt really well uh, with Hit Row. But... You know, they're going to call him up. I think they do need to bolster the roster. And, you know, I was saying beforehand with the releases, could you see these people winning Intercontinentals, US tags? Yeah, I can can with Bronson. I mean, give him a bit of work. I can see him being a world champion, potentially, you know, um, an Australian champion as well. Um, But he was in the same sort of area as um, Rhea Ripley, in the same sort of circuits. Um, And he does have a good little look about him. He said that the claw that he does... Um, when he poses at the camera. The
1: claw, you're scared it's of the, the claw. claw. It's the claw, you're scared of the claw. He said he went to a
2: Lady Gaga concert and got inspired uh, by seeing... She did that motion what? and he's been doing it ever since. So that's where He went to the a Lady
1: Gaga from. concert and got inspired by Lady Gaga. For that's a where the claw comes from, reality. yeah. It's not the quiz.
3: Yeah. You're okay. Lady Gaga Lady... likes to promote Gaga. celibacy. <laughs> I think that's an absolute travesty. <laughs> if she won't let me stuff her muff, then I'm just going to have to poke her face.
1: <laughs> Good wow. old Joel Gurther. Has anybody <laughs> bought a cameo of him yet? Is he still on cameo? Does cameo <laughs> still exist? I've not seen it yeah, for Yeah, Tyler weeks. Breeze has just reactivated his cameo.
2: So Tyler Breeze is back on there. Is he really? Look into my eyes. Yeah, God, he's see? probably
1: a stupid amount.
2: I am gorgeous. I'll set you free.
1: Has anyone seen the reports about Baron Corbin, however, You mean H-
2: Happy Corbin?
1: Happy Corbin, yeah. They've registered Happy Corbin as a trademark now that he's lost the King Corbin moniker. Are they going to give about
2: Chrissy or
0: something, is it?
2: No, if they, <laughs> if they turn him into Adam Sandler and it's a spoof on Happy Gilmore and he starts going, get in the goddamn ring, wrestler, and <laughs> he starts shouting people, you're out. Right. Jackass, mate, if they, if they mock him that. on Happy Gilmore and he starts like wearing hockey shirts and shouting at people and he's after shooting Gavin, I'm fine with his storyline. But if they're doing it just to mock him because he lost the crown, it's not going to work. But I'm hoping for a Happy well, Gilmore parody.
3: Well, well, the whole wrestling world is going to have a whole Adam Sandler multiverse because don't forget AEW have already I kept Captain Insano. <laughs> so Impact are going to have to take Billy Madison... Yeah, and then that just leaves little Nicky for
1: Ring of Honor. Remember? What
2: about Mister uh, Deeds? No. Mister Deeds and Fifty First Dates as well. Oh, nobody that remembers. That? Triple, Triple A,
1: Triple A,
0: Triple A! could, I could
1: be on the ground. I could be
0: in a gimmick like a um, Fifty First Dates where you're wrestling, but you can't remember your last match. <laughs> so you can, so, so, what, what, what about? I didn't. Well, somebody
1: bangs the red and gets Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Every
2: oh, time Festus. they wake up, it's a new day, and they're like, that they have was to fe- to the already game.
3: been done. Do you not remember Festus? Every time he rang the bell, <laughs> yeah, but this would be that they
2: lose. So, you know, what? Yeah. every week on Raw, we have the same match over and over again, but they oh, can just tell it now because they bang their head and they're like, Oh, I, I've
0: forgotten. I, I, did yeah, I, I don't remember losing.
2: So, you have to make a tape of all the losses every time that they lost to Drew Gulak, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> they sort, sort of piece it together and they can build their career.
1: Well, it says in the reports for Baron Corbin that WWE management are extremely happy with him. He's well liked backstage, and they really, really do like him. And it sounds as if he's effectively got a job for life there, if you want to eh? say. So, why doesn't that transpire over with the fans? What do we think the issue is with that then? Because no, I think England it does. Never I think have been able to
2: take it. Sometimes you need a, a somebody that you're always going to love no matter what, and sometimes you need a villain that you're always going to hate and you want to boo him. You want to go to a yeah, Miz is one of these people. You know, even when Miz is a face, you look at him going, I don't want to cheer you want to boo you and he's t- you turn up and you know you're always going to hate baron corbin but he's solid in the ring he you know he looks great he represents the company really well he's got a good social media present at this present moment so the sky's the limit for him but i think he's one of these people i don't want baron corbin ever to be faced i want him to be heel i want him to be slimy i want him to be screwing people over i want him to money in the bank and cash in causing trouble for everybody gms make him a bad guy because sometimes like John Cena was always a face. You need somebody that's always a heel. And Baron Corbin fits that role to a Fair
1: enough. Lovely stuff. Um, a bit of AEW news to finish off the news section Yay. for this week. <laughs> AEW. Um, anybody catch Eddie Kingson's promo on the WWE after the show this week? I no?
0: watched it before um, we started the podcast.
1: I. It was an interesting one. I just, I mean, I'll... I'll I've made some notes on what he said, just your thoughts, really. So, obviously, after the last episode of Dynamite, just to send the crowd home happy, Eddie Kingston in the ring with Jungle Boy and a couple of others, um, caught in a bit of a promo just to send everybody home. Um, But he mentions the WWE now. He doesn't mention them specifically. He effectively says that um, AEW fans, they're the best fans in the world, he says, there's competition over on the other channel. The competition doesn't care about their fans. He does, and AEW does, they're not all just there to get a paycheck. They're there busting their asses regardless, he says, unlike on the, on the other channel. They love professional wrestling. Um, the competition don't. He said, you've just seen uh, Kenny Omega versus Jungle Boy in a brilliant match. You ain't getting that on the other channel, he says. You're not getting the respect of the legends like we do in AEW on the other channel, and you won't see the heart that people have on the other channel with the competition. Um, He got a bit of a cheer, a bit of an AEW, and, and he sent the crowd home. Now, Dan, I can see you shaking your head in disgust.
2: Yeah, only because I agree. Um, I saw comments from Bully Ray um, earlier, and I totally agree with everything Bully Ray said. He needs to sit, he needs to stay in his lane and pay his dues. And you know, you've got people like Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes. They're allowed to say something about WWE. They've been there. They've explored the system. Now. Keddy Kingston, yeah, he has a few tryouts with WWE. Okay, they approached him after he had an AEW match and said, do you fancy coming with the company? But, you know, he's mainly been an independent guy. Yeah, he's been very good and he's very good on the mic and very good in the ring, but you've not worked there. So are you, you know, dissing something you've never worked for, okay, you're watching it and you're seeing what they're currently doing, but Bully Ray said, mate, stay in your lane. Those The other guys, they, they've they got the tenure. They, they can talk about it because they've been there, but you should just be happy with the grapes that you've got. Like, okay, fair enough, You try and hype the crowd up. But why try and start a war when you don't need to? Yeah, there's a rivalry. There's people who like AEW over WWE. People who like WWE over AEW. But saying stuff like that, mocking a competition because they just had a really good show, it just, it's cheap sauce. It's, it's kind of what WCW would do when they were like, oh, you're not going to tune in to watch WWE. Mick Foley, he won the belt. And then what happens with that? After 83 weeks, the ratings flip and then all of a sudden WWE take over again. So it can only do more bad than good. Yeah, it's getting him talk- getting people talking about him. But really, mate, be quiet, take your paycheck, pay your dues and have a bit of respect for the other company because they're not saying anything about you on their tally.
3: Yeah, let's put it this way. If Eddie Kingston was in WWE, he would be the 2021 Mean Street Posse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. But I find it more interesting that he's referring to WWE as the competition. Cody Rhodes and everyone has come out and said, well, they're not because we're not competing with them because we're our own show and they are. Well, I mean, let's be honest. We all know that they are secretly wanting to better each other. Of course they are. They're Both both companies are within the same business. But, gee, I mean, I particularly don't think WWE will care about Eddie Kingston's program. I'm sure most of them haven't even listened to it and they won't listen to it. But, you've gone from saying no, 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 they're not our competition uh, the WWE, we're our own thing well, your own talent saying it in front of a packed out audience
2: I don't think he got signed off you know um, they say with WWE you've got a pass everything through the writers and before you can say anything. In AEW, they got the freedom. And I think Eddie Kingston just said, can I send the crowd home? And they just said yes and didn't give any more thought to it. And now he's gone there and he's just trying to drop a pipe bomb. He's just trying to create views. And to be fair, he's just stirring the pot where he doesn't need to stir it.
0: I was going to say exactly the same thing, Dan. You know, in WWE, everything you see has to go through Vince. You know, that's sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. And in AEW, I have a lot more freedom which is sometimes a good thing, but on this occasion, Eddie Kingston's shot on the WWE, it's got him 15 minutes of fame. It's it's, Everyone's talking about it, fair play to him, but in a week's time, there'll be something else to talk about, and everyone will be like, ah, there's something else now. So, yeah, it's no big deal.
3: There could have been talk about Ring of Honor, who knows? Or Impact.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, what did people think of Raw then this week?
2: It was okay. It was just alright. It was one of those ones you can tell that we're waiting two weeks for the fans to come back, to be honest. I think they're just filling the show.
0: It's just okay. Nothing, I mean, nothing that, amazing.
1: Doing the build-up, obviously, to Money in the Bank, I think the there was kind of like an underlying thing throughout the show, wasn't there, with Matt? Where's, Man, Randy, Orton? Where's Randy Orton? Nobody, no one knows
3: where he is. I Nobody knows where, where he is.
0: That note he wrote to um, Adam Pierce. if one of your like students Jamie gave you that note would you A, believe it and two, what would your reaction be
3: <laughs> well that, well, that's the thing though isn't it are they turning Matt Riddle heel is that what they're looking to do because no, think... they, had, they had the whole thing with Randy Orton and he's basically like Randy Orton it was he, he, Matt Riddle put on Twitter that about his text messages being read but not replied to no one knows where randy orton is haven't said anything online no like dirt sheets or anything has said anything that he had prior engagements he was scheduled to be on the show then all of a sudden matt riddle turns up and going like yeah um here's a here's a note from randy he loves me he thinks he's my best mate and he wants me to take his place for him and then does a whole randy orton gimmick throughout the whole show does the rko like where's his shirt the rk bro and then um and then like I said he does and then he goes on and effectively loses the match and then says sorry Randy on Twitter after. So I, I don't know. I think it, it could be a start of a heel turn and it's gonna be Matt Riddle versus Randy Orton at Summerslam maybe, I don't know, but I
0: agree it's, weird... it's
2: working it's working towards a match between the two. But I think it's more of a work towards um you know what they're building towards. They're either gonna do something where it's like Team Hell know where they put them as a tag team and everyone loves them together and it gets them both over, but everyone knows it's just leading to them having a big match, a big grudge match. Um, you could see it in a way that Randy then takes Riddle's place at Money in the Bank because he's injured, um, which you know he's attacked backstage and nobody saw who did it, but actually it's Randy Orton. They they've done that before, they could do that again. It could be the case that Randy just wanted to have a holiday this week. So they thought, well, how can we fill this? Well, we can have a battle royal to start the show because it gets everyone on the show. And then we can have something leading through all the way that he's just trying to, you know, because they, they needed a main event, but they needed a triple threat main event, you know, so why not? And the, the finish was really good. They had um, Riddle just about to win, and then all of a sudden he gets pulled out of the ring. And um, just as everyone's looking two days ago, you've got Drew McIntyre hitting the claymore and pinning and one, two, three to take the win. So the finish was really good. But I think it's just, I think it's just the case that they are trying to build something. We all know where it's going that they probably are going to have a match at SummerSlam and it's going to have a big build to it. But whether they go that it's Riddle being heel, whether they go that Randy Orton's actually sneaking around and waiting to hit Riddle and get his moment and take it off him, that could be another way. But I think the storyline is getting over and it's been one of the best things about Raw over the past few weeks. So I think we'll keep on watching it. And while they're trying to fill in the tally before we get fans back, it's something, at least something decent to watch and something that's not making us all cringe.
3: So I was well, thinking it was gonna be the other way around, like Matt Riddle was the one that like kidnapped Randy Orton and knocked him out, so that's why he took his place in the match or something like that. But yeah, what are you saying, Taron?
1: No, I, I was I was just gonna make a point of the actual Money in the Bank match itself. Now, um, I mean that puts Drew McIntyre in it along with Kevin Owens and um, or Sami Zayn, um, Biggie Riddle. He was already in there. John Morrison and Ricochet. So we've got two more. I'm assuming that's two more from SmackDown. Do we have any thoughts on who we think that's going to be?
2: Um, I think there may be potential that they might call Adam Cole up. There's rumours that they might sneak him into the match. But you're looking at SmackDown stars. So who's looking good on SmackDown that they could potentially plug into that spot? Um, there could be a few up-and-comers on there. But It'd be nice to see if they do you know, put someone like an Otis in there again. Um, because... Or someone like a um, Montez... Not Montez Ford, the other one. Um, Montez Ford is injured. Um, so they could sneak in one of those. But I, I could see him sneaking a couple Dot of the people. Who, they could put Ziggler in, but who cares? What about... Or...
3: I'll oh, go on. Kwanzina.
2: <laughs> no,
1: no. Well, who returned on SmackDown this week? Edge. There's a bit of news. What if Edge doesn't... Win the belt and isn't successful against Roman Reigns, and very much like Brock Lesnar did a couple of years ago, just runs into the match and wins and becomes a three time Money in the Bank holder. I can't
3: see that happening. I think the good thing why Brock did it is just to show that Brock Lesnar could do whatever he wants. That's the reason he did that. But I mean, for Edge to do it, I can't see that happening. I think Edge and Roman is going to be the main event of Money in the Bank. It's going to be the last match on the show. And they're sowing the
2: seeds as well. Everyone's been saying that it's going to be Seth Rollins versus Edge at SummerSlam. But to sow the seeds with it, we had um, Seth Rollins backstage saying, look, I've I've had a really good run. I should be the next contender for Roman Reigns. Then all of a sudden Edge comes back and they go, oh yeah, Edge, you can have that title match. Seth Rollins went on talking smack and basically kicked off saying, it's pretty much a done deal. They pretty much agreed that I was going to have the title. I need to go speak to people. And then he went off. So you can see he's really upset. So with Seth Rollins, it could be that he's lurking backstage, he costs Edge, and then it's, you cost me my title match. Oh yeah, well you cost me my title match. And then it leads on to SummerSlam in front of fans. And it's a match that all of us have always wanted to see. So I'm well happy with it. How they do, do? Yeah. it? I, I cannot see Edge taking that belt off. Uh, oh no, not, not, at
3: not at all. I think the I think the rivalry doesn't need the belt, but it could be like Seth Rollins wins money in the bank and, and cashes in on Edge. Like, and that starts that rivalry that way, maybe, I don't know. But it doesn't need a title, that rivalry. I think it would sell just on its own merit. Mm.
2: I think we're looking at Money in the Bank at the moment. and I think we're all thinking the same thing, um, is that now Drew McIntyre is in the Money in the Bank. He is going <laughs> to win. It's going to be the opening match. He's going to win Money in the Bank. You've got Sonia Deville and Adam Pearce saying, yeah, well, although you've won the Money in the Bank, you can't cash in on Bobby Lashley because you've had that stipulation. And he's just there going, oh, okay. Well, Winston Churchill once told me you can fly paper airplanes in a desert. And then they go, oh, okay, mate, cool. And then all of a sudden he helps Kofi Kingston win the belt. You know, I said it last week. He's going to help Kofi Kingston win the belt. He's going to claim all Kofi Kingston. And then he's going to pin him. Kofi's going to be champion for two minutes. And then he's going to have the belt back. Well, you told me I couldn't cash in on uh, Bobby Lashley. But you did say I couldn't cash in on whoever wins that match. And it's retribution for what happened back um, beforehand, you know, when it cost... What oh, was it? The rumble where he cost him the belt. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's a it's a good chat, and it will keep that rivalry
3: going for another year because now Bobby Lashley can challenge back for his title. Well, yeah, again. For well, the there's, there's rumours
2: that um, apparently they want Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Oh, no, no, he,
1: no, it's going to happen, isn't it? The it's going to be Goldberg Bob. versus Bob the Lash versus. Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre in a fatal four-way for the North American NXT Championship. It's all going to happen. Bronson, re-throw him in as well. Why not? (laughs) Dear God. And Edge Edge can run down and spare people. Dear God.
2: Something you run and (laughs) he Yeah,
1: well, that's as good as WWE's bucket lately. (laughs) Um, Nikki Cross, or should we say Nikki? Ash. Ash. What does Ash stand for?
0: Attempted... um... Uh, and a sp- an aspiring superhero. Oh, almost, almost a superhero. Almost it. superhero, yeah. So almost that's
1: the PG version of the shit, the superhero <laughs> yeah, in training. A superhero.
2: Is it? But she's but... rid of that blue paint on her mask now, and she's actually wearing a mask that is there, but you can see a strap going over the top of her head and a strap going on the back of her head, and she's like, Oh, power of positivity. And then she comes to the ring and beats Nikki, uh beats uh Shayna Beazer again because there's
1: Hocus. I was gonna say she beats Shayna Baszler, didn't you? Shayna Baszler's having a great time, isn't she? I bet she's glad so she, that's she came what
3: because Alexa Bliss was all like, yes, look at my powers, Nia Jax. Raise your hand with mine. <laughs> and then basically kicked her and then kicked the other guy. Reggie. What? Yeah, just one, one, one Reg- leg. Hit Nia and then just hit Reggie in the area. In the Reginals. In the area. Yeah, hit her in the Reginals. Yeah. With one, with one leg, like front and then back. I mean, you got... But she's well, got new music as well.
2: What
1: the f- oh, I
3: know. Mean, has got new music and it's awful. She's like, it "I come helpful.
2: to play," and then all of a sudden,
3: it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I come to me. play. It sounds like the video. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: sounds like the video of that guy who does the impression of that barking dog. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> well,
0: from and Nikki Cross
1: in. <laughs> from Nikki Cross to Do Drop, she's done it again. She's won. She's on the winning streak, but I think this time they did the all. Oh, let's flip it over and have Eva Marie jump down for the tag. But it didn't. Didn't matter. She won
2: the match. I'm
0: yeah. glad
2: about that, and it made Do Drop, uh, Vi- Viper, Piper, Piper Viper, Nevin look really good. She just went, "Wow, if you don't attack me." But the thing is, I it made it look Asuka look weak. They're in a, essentially a two on one handicap match, and she did a really good splash. Actually, she went off the side ropes <laughs> and then did a. Flying splash, Joe's so excited, you know. Um <laughs> no <way>. you know. <laughs> hey God. it's that hay fever. But it's yeah, um, in all, it was a decent <laughs> match, but I think it made Asuka look a little bit weak, but I do hope that they yeah. do, you know, elevate Piper because she's a great star. I've seen her life. Um she's much better than she was on a so okay. fit. Uh, yeah, for we can no, no, Oh that's
1: all right. Well, we thought you got excited over Eva
2: Marie. But it is decent. It's something decent to watch with it. And Eva Marie got the microphone and went, ah, oh, and here's your winner, Eva Marie.
1: So I, I didn't see this, but did Eva Marie do any wrestling this week or no again for the third week in uh, a row? She just
2: did some posing. She came in, she tagged. She did some posing and she tagged the do drop. And then she just, ju- she did a mess and move. She jumped off the apron. Uh, oh, but, well. uh,
0: Piper never has officially changed her Twitter handle to say, at do drop. And then uh, she's put the emoji for war. The radiant emoji.
2: Oh
1: yeah.
0: Next uh, Wow. She's probably got a t shirt coming out that's way. Ah
1: oh, so make it rain. Oh wait, she can't have that one. <laughs> make rain. it drop. Make <laughs> it drop, the two drop. Right, let's finish off with the um Jackson Riker and Elias strap match then before we move on to the quiz. Bonus um, question. That, that came out of nowhere, didn't it? From yeah, a bonus question.
2: Match. It's not in the quiz. How many feet long was the strap? What on raw? Yeah, the, the strap that he was whipping himself with all episode. They said uh, at the start of that match, it's a certain number of feet long. 17. Nope. Four feet. No. Joe? Four feet. Can't fit, long. 21. A length rope. No,
3: 13 yeah, I feet. Thought it could, I thought it could have just been like just between them. There was no rope whatsoever. They're just there like close contact. Just like... Yeah
0: like, with a bit of seven massacre, so like whipping himself. He was backstage in this segment, backstage, and they had um our truth, and he's like, Hey man,
2: what are you doing? You're hitting yourself with with that. And he's like, Yeah, I'm focusing myself, and I want to purge myself to see where it'll hurt Elias the most so I can hit him in the same places. And he's like, Oh, okay, well, good luck with that man. And he runs past and then he just comes to the rate. It's a decent match, to be fair. He had new trunks. That were You remember those shirts you had when you were ten and you went to school disco, and they were black with the flames on the bottom. No, everyone had
1: them. Everyone he, had that's them. That's
2: his new attire. He basically got knee pads and, and trunks that have little flames. He basically looks like he's going to a disco.
1: To me, the problem is even with his new attire, which I have seen the photos of, he just looks too generic. He looks like a creator wrestler on a WWE game, and I just think, what's he going to do after this feud with Elias? Probably nothing. He'll be next release, and I don't wish that at all. I'm just saying I'm, I worry for him.
2: I think they'll build him. I think he's one of these typical people that they need somebody to represent Raw on Team Raw for Survivor Series. He's one of those typical people, oh, we'll get Jackson right. Really will be brilliant that match, and they have a decent showing at the Rumble. I'm really surprised they didn't put him in the um, Money in the Bank, because I thought that would scare a lot of people to think they're going to put the strap on him, because loads of people online do not like him from the comments, and he said, um, in regards to when the, the, there was the Trump election. He said a lot of things that a lot of people don't agree with. Um, but in terms of where he goes from here, there's, there could be chances of going for a, a title run against Sheamus. He's, he's supposed to be a face, apparently. So I think that's where they probably will angle him next, when Sheamus has fixed his broken nose.
1: <sighs> Shall we quiz it?
2: Yes, we can!
1: <laughs> Shall we quiz it? Sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, everybody... well, why not? Has everybody got a laptop that has access to their Google or pen and paper?
1: Um, I have a pen and paper.
2: <laughs> Jamie's look there. Jamie's like, hang on,
1: let me I've just I've got get...
3: paper, I've got a pen, don't worry.
1: Jamie's just like, paper. hang on, just let me get Ask Jeeves up. He'll know that. Jeeves will Ask know geez. the answer. He'll know.
3: Who <laughs> needs Jeeves when you have Alexa? Alexa, how long point? was the
1: strap-on raw?
2: other brands are available because I was going to put that in the quiz but I always double check my questions and I tried to Google and I tried to find the start of the of Raw and I've deleted Raw since I've watched it so I couldn't watch it back to see so I had to leave it out of the quiz but I do have 10 questions and they are mixed, they're not all WWE, they're NXT, there's AEW in there as well yeah Uh, And it's not just out of 10 points as well. We've got multiple uh, answers as well. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's almost like I've been a quiz host for seven years or something. Oh, I
1: forgot to say, sorry, just before you start the quiz, I finally bought me and Jamie have been wanting to rewatch this for years. Do you remember they brought out the, oh, my God, top 50 WWE moments? Yes. DVD and Blu-ray they did one for ECW but they did one for WCW and the WCW one is just hilarious because of all the bad moments the oh my god moments are really just the more crazy moments like the <laughs> Judy Bagwell on a pole match things like that, anyway it's quite hard to get hold of now and we try finding it online, you can't find it anywhere The WWE and the ECW1 are on the network, but the WCW1 isn't for some reason. And then the DVD and the Blu-ray are out of print as well, so they're quite hard to get hold of. And CX, which is a shop over here in the UK, had a copy on Blu-ray for like less than £10. It was about... It's about eight pounds, which is probably about eleven or twelve dollars, and I jumped on that and I thought, oh, I wonder if it'll turn up. Anyway, it turned up. I've got the Blu-ray copy, so <laughs> I'm going to be watching that with Jamie at some point.
3: That's ah, got to be done. Oh Jen. my god! Oh my god! We'll do it after England lose to Ukraine on Saturday. Hey, here the, we the go. Ukraine. <laughs> anyway, show U- me
2: quiz. The Ukraine it. Rovers. Okay, so your question number one as You might have heard yesterday on NXT the NXT Breakout Tournament's coming back, but they had a tournament in 2019. Who won the tournament? Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> it's I'll accept it.
3: I'll it's
0: like
2: accept you their, know. their name. I do. I'll accept their NXT name. And I will also accept their uh, independent name if you don't have,
3: if you know that. So been
2: released. all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 2019, you said. Yeah, so it featured, you know, it established many superstars like Dexter Loomis, it established uh, Bronson Reed, Isaiah Swift Scott was in it. Um, loads of stars you see on NXT now. They were all in it. I want to know who won it. They did receive a title shot, they faced Adam Cole two or three yeah. weeks later on NXT
0: oh i don't know oh where we (laughs) go.
2: okay number two lewis howley and sam stoker are your current nxt uk tag team champions but they are known by a tag team name what is their nxt uk tag team name
0: okay
2: one for jamie who was the very first ever aew women's champion
1: okay
2: Number four, can you name me the six stars that have won money in the bank but have not cashed in successfully? Six. Yep.
1: Okay, there's two. Oh, God, has there really been six?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've got three. We're still doing a little bit of DIY in the background. Like, never, like? the, I can machine, Tom. Yeah. It's was washing machine. I thought, it was a drill. I thought somebody had a circular saw out. Somebody making a ring in back garden for
2: you. Our flat's usually so loud. I think my neighbour's got like brick shoes and she plays Jumanji constantly, so that could be that too. Well, I've got five. No,
1: yeah, he's got five from Google. I've just seen him on <laughs> his phone. <laughs> he has
0: got, got a match on. <laughs> you want to move back there you go. <laughs>
3: there it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, um, number five, Mike Rotunda was known as IRS, but what does IRS stand for?
1: <coughs> Good, I know that one.
2: Obviously the R doesn't stand for anything, but, well, it does. I think somebody asked Teddy DiBiase recently what it stands for, but, yeah, R doesn't stand for anything. I wonder what the I and the S stand for.
1: Fair enough, yeah, we got that one.
2: Lively. you number six, who is the current Impact X Division champion? He's going to go to New Japan as well shortly. Uh, they, they've been doing the crossover. He's going over to New Japan as well uh, to have a few matches as representing Impact, so he's doing quite well. Um, No idea. Number seven, true or false, Sable is undefeated at WrestleMania. Um, okay. Hmm.
1: I've got a bad, bad feeling about this quiz. A bad, bad feeling. If in doubt,
2: Salmon. It's fine. (laughs) Number eight. Cherie Georgina Crowley is the real name of which established current NXT star? So that is Cherie Georgina Crowley is the real name of which established NXT star? Established NXT star. Current established NXT
1: star. No idea, so I'll just go for that. You all got something? Yep.
2: Lovely. Which Hall of Fame wrestler has an autobiography that is titled Wrestling For My Life? So which Hall
1: of Fame wrestler... Is this
2: number nine? That's your number nine, yeah. Which Hall of Fame wrestler has an autobiography entitled Wrestling For My Life?
1: Yes, I actually know that one. I
3: think. I think I know that one.
1: I think so. (laughs) I think I know that one. Go on then, let's have number 10.
2: Lovely. I just thought of saying as well, did you guys see this week that um, Virgil met Brooke Hogan and she asked <laughs> for a, a picture and he charged her he 20 dollars?
0: <laughs> yeah, good.
1: So he should. He can't be giving it away for free. Not that he's in Not Hall wrestling of Fame. just wrestling sensation.
2: I remember when I was at Showmasters Comic Con, and I was because all, you always walk past the wrestlers who are doing sick signatures, they got collie And I was wearing a wrestling t shirt, and he, he clocked me like looking at the wrestlers. He said, Hey, man, do, do you want to come over and have a photo and a picture? Come with me, man, you can have a picture. And I'm just like, I'm not giving you 20 pounds, you can go away. That's for my <laughs> Nandos later. The cheek of it. Anyway, year number 10, we mentioned it last week, but uh, in the 2008 TNA Impact game, that we've all played and we all own. <laughs> can you name me the five wrestlers that feature on the cover? There's three that are on the front, and there's two that are wrestling in the in the top background. Yes, name me I, the five. You know I think points. I can
1: because I think I can remember it. Actually, like, just what's the word? Like encased in my. Brain. I
2: thought you're just going to turn around and see it's on I'm your bookcase sure or something.
3: I'm sure that I do have it here. Like, no, he's going to look. I've got a box here. I've got a box in. <laughs> I'm sure it's in there. Who else would it be? Yeah, let's go for him. Dreadful game. Jesus. This is going to be fun.
1: Right, (laughs) let's do this. I think I might have got some points here.
2: Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so your question number one, the NXT Breakout Tournament is coming back, but who won the first one in 2019? We shall go in order of Joe,
0: Taron, Jamie. So, Joe, what have you got? I can't remember his name. I know he got fired for saying something racist. No, it's a... <laughs> he didn't get fired for saying
2: something racist. He said that the t shirt that they oh, created was for him. Was... Oh, it's
0: him, it's him. <laughs>
2: it. What have you um, got, sir, uh, Tyron? T Pain.
1: Well, I, I didn't. I know who it is now. See, so I put Killian Dane, but is he not called like Jordan, someone or other?
2: Yeah, Jordan was... Devlin. Nope, Jordan no, Miles. Miles, that's
1: oh, it.
3: Uh,
2: I put fish. Fish. <laughs> hey. okay. Was it? He was called Absolutely something like ACH on the Indies. I think he retired yeah, two weeks no, ago no. as well. Um, but he's quite I'm a good a wrestler.
1: Third
2: time. Yeah. Um, um, number two, Lewis Howley and Sam Stoker are your NXT UK Tag Team Champions. But what are they called as a tag team name? Joe, what's their name? Pretty Deadly. Did you guys have anything? No.
3: No they, idea. Yes,
2: the boy. With a Z. Yes, boy. It is pretty daddy. They're probably the next tag team that will be called up to the normal NXT. They're quite unique. They wear flamboyant shirts. They call them the Dandy Highwaymen. Um, they're very flam. They're, they're very
0: flamboyant. They are Let's very
2: flamboyant. That. Um, but they they've got a good. They do good promos. They present themselves well in the company. Uh, they're a tag team to watch. So if you haven't seen them, have a look. Um, you number three. Um, who was your first ever AEW Women's Champion? Joe, Riko,
1: Jamie, I Oh, is it me or Jamie? Both Damn of you. Yeah, I vote a
2: reho. <laughs> it is reho. It is the reho. Uh, number four, what are the six stars that have one million in the bank but have not cashed in successfully? Joe.
0: Corbin. Yeah. Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. Artist Taki Taki. Yeah. Elias. Nope. And um, that's it. Oh, that's all I got.
1: John Darren. Well, hang on. I got other people. I didn't get Kenny. I got. Corbin, yeah. Cena, Yep Yeah. Strowman, yeah. Damian Sandow, Yep yeah. And the Miz. No. The Miz had an unsuccessful cash in.
2: No, he didn't. It was um, what's his face? Uh, John Morrison cashed it in on his behalf, so it doesn't count.
3: Oh. And Jamie, yeah. what have you got? Uh, I had John Cena, Corbin, Kennedy, Otis, and Carmella.
2: No, um, so Carmel is not on there. We've got Kennedy, Cena, Sandow, Corbin, Strowman, Otis.
1: Cool.
2: Lovely. Um, Mike Rotender was known as IRS, but what does IRS stand for, Joe? Erwin R. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, I'm pretty sure you guys have got the same.
1: Mm-hmm. Erwin R.
2: Who is the current NXT, sorry, current Impact X Division champion, Joe? Ace Austin still? Nope.
1: Um, no idea. I put TJP.
2: Nope. And Jamie? I, I put
0: Goose. Goose. <laughs> Goose.
2: Goose. Why not? <laughs> no, it's the tag team former tag team partner in the North with Ethan Page it is Josh Alexander.
1: Well, there oh, we Harry. go.
2: The guy who wears the the head attire when wrestling. That Some guy. dogs. Yeah. Number seven. True or false? Sable is undefeated at WrestleMania. Joe. True. Taron. Yeah. True. Why not? Jamie?
3: True. She not only had one match against Mark Merrow.
2: Okay, so...
1: I'll I don't you, know if that's
3: right or not.
2: Seems you've all put true, it is true. But I'll tell you what, we'll see what we, if you guys can guess the record. Um, so whoever can get the record will get a bonus point. If you don't get the record, no bonus point. So, would did you just say 1-0, Jamie?
3: 1-0, Mark Merrow.
2: And Taryn. What do you reckon it is a no? 2-0. And, and Joe? 3-0? It is 3-0. Th- <laughs> Uh, WrestleMania okay. 14, 15 and she had an evening girl match at 20. Oh, Who was it at 14? Was that against Mark Merrill? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's the only um, one I remember.
3: It's the only one that mattered. <laughs> okay. She's paperbombed, so, did
2: not she? I think so. Yes, Joe, yeah. you can have a bonus point for having 3-0. and uh, The people hey. who three 3-0... <laughs> I just told you then, I said you have a bonus point if you can get it and Joe got it. The other people who were 3-0... we got... <laughs> Axe. Uh, we got the British Bulldog, but he had a draw as well, so it doesn't really count. Um, I think it was Legion of Doom, I think. Don't quote me on that one. I think L-O-A, it was an established
0: team. Road
1: warriors. Cool. So,
2: we have Sheree Georgina Crowley is the real name of which established NXT star? What do you reckon, Joe? Shotzi Blackheart. Taryn.
1: No, no idea. Tony Storm.
2: And Jamie? I put Ember Moon. No, it's uh, Dakota Kai. Oh! Sheree Cherie. All oh. right, Cherie. Cherie Blair. Blair. What are you doing, Cherie? Um, and number nine, which Hall of Fame wrestler had an autobiography entitled Wrestling For My Life. Joe.
0: Teddy Biasi.
2: Taran. Shawn Michaels.
3: Shawn Dude. Michaels.
2: It was Shawn Michaels. I didn't even know he had a book.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's called Wrestling For My Life.
2: And can you name me the five wrestlers who feature on the cover of yes. the 2008 TNA Impact Game? Joe? Yes, I can. AJ Styles.
0: Yep. Samoa Joe. Yep. Christopher Daniels. Nope. Sting. Yep. Kurt Angle.
2: Yes. So four out of five to you. I put
1: Kurt Angle. Yep. Samoa Joe. Yep. AJ Styles. Sting. Yep. And yep.
2: Booker T. That is correct. That is all five.
1: Yes. Booker T. Sting Booker T.
3: I had Christian as the first Christian
2: that is a cringy answer. Exactly. Okay, tot up your scores. Quite a few points there today. Let's see who's getting the bonus point. Oh <laughs>
3: right. To be fair, I, I probably got rid of the game because it was shit. But I couldn't. <laughs>
2: Well, we've, got WWE, we've got WWE 2K Battlegrounds coming out on the PlayStation Plus network.
1: Yes, spent, so. we have it July. It's free. Get on it. I'll be getting on it. Just see how bad play. it is. We, 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 we can can all play. We've all got each other can. on the PSN, so we'll have a go. We'll have a go. Right.
2: We'll start with Joe. Have you done your maths? What score have you got? 13? Oh, you're joking. 12. 12.
1: 12. And then I got 12 as well. <laughs> oh, my <laughs>
2: goodness. It was <laughs> a
0: bonus point.
2: We all point.
3: finished on 12.
1: No, I would have got it if it wasn't for saying The Miz didn't have an unsuccessful cash in. It's lies. <laughs>
3: well, I want to double check Carmella, because I'm pretty sure that was right. No, she cashed no, in successfully for the first time. She won
2: the um, Money in the Bank briefcase, but it was with help from James Ellsworth, so they restarted the Money in the Bank br- uh, match again. for a second time, and then she went on the SmackDown, but she cashed in successfully.
1: She did. It's very true.
2: Right, Joe, where can we find ourselves or
1: other people? I don't know what I'm saying on the socials.
0: If you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at GrappleCast Show. And don't forget to like and subscribe us on all the good places you find us on Podcasts Network. It's Apple Podcasts, Deezer and all the good places you find podcasts including Spotify.
1: Smash in. anybody got any parting comments for this week before we move on to next week's show
2: only that it's coming home
1: it is it's coming home and we'll leave you with that three lines on the shirt ta guys <laughs> yeah. au
0: revoir old one arm drag Brett screwed Brett it's me Austin I did it for the oh, rock
1: shut your mouth you thong wearing fatty
0: number four armbar i am sir michael cole